Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, book signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Tom Sauer on the line, who's president and founder over at MacArthur Group. Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. Appreciate being here on the show. So I'm excited to get into your uh, get to learn a little bit more about your business and our broader topic of addiction, redemption, and uh, you know some heavy issues. Um, but before we do that, I want to get a little bit further into your background. Um, so how'd you get started in your career in business? Well, actually, I'm pretty new to the private sector in business. I spent the better part of my adult life actually in the military. So I uh, enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps uh, right before I graduated from high school. Three weeks later, I was at boot camp. Spent three years as an infantry Marine, and uh, a couple years after that, I uh, found my way into the U.S. Naval Academy, from which I graduated in 2006. I uh, drove ships for a few years, and then I became a U.S. Navy uh, Special Operations Officer, also known as an EOD Officer, Explosive Ordnance Disposal, and we were the Special Operations Bomb Squad, where I deployed with U.S. Special Forces, and we supported uh, some of the um, most esteemed and well-known task forces in the world, uh, fo- some of these organizations that don't officially exist, but you hear about in the news all the time. I worked with all of them. And then uh, eventually, after I started having uh, not having as much fun anymore, and I found myself flying a desk and not jumping out of planes or blowing stuff up with my friends anymore, I uh, decided to enter the private sector and uh, went, did an uh, executive MBA at UCLA and the National University of Singapore, and then uh, get it got out a little little bit after that, and then I uh, went in the private sector just as a defense contractor, and I realized that wasn't for me, and I wanted to do something completely different. Uh, I like to think of myself as more than just a one-trick pony, so I looked at what are the other things about my life that I really cared about, you know, and what, what was a, had a big impact on me. And of course, there's always the military, but when I was uh, 18 years old, about three weeks before I left for the military, my father, uh, who had struggled with alcohol and drugs his entire life, uh, died of a drug overdose. And so that was a huge impact on me. And especially now, these days, you understand how, you know, the the opioid crisis and America's drug crisis is, um, it, it is incredible the amount of the number of people we're losing. We're losing more Americans are being killed in the opioid crisis in less than two years than we lost in the entire Vietnam War. Wow. That's, so that's, that's something that a lot there. of people don't think about. Right. A lot of people don't think about that. We're losing more Americans to the to opioids than we are to the entire Vietnam War. And that's just in just within a year and a half, two years. So that's one of the things I decided that, Hey, that's something I, I want to pursue. So, uh, you know, if you see my Twitter handle, it says, you know, on the front lines of America's drug crisis. That's where, you know, that's where in my bio right there. And so I founded uh, the, uh, I guess we're getting in right now to, with, with what yeah, we're let's, moving uh, forward with. Ooh, yeah, let's uh, get right into the Carther group. So let's just go right into I founded it. a, absolutely, I founded a, um, a company. I assembled a team, a board of directors of six incredibly talented folks from, from different aspects of business, both healthcare 
corporate law, finance, um, and uh, from there, and then also soon after that, we um, retained uh, a great accounting firm, uh, BDO, and then a phenomenal law firm that I could not say better things about, Ropes and Gray, and we looked at acquiring other businesses and seeing what we can do to really combat them. And one of the things that is actually probably less less well known, I'm sure that many of your listeners might be aware of you know, the drug crisis and everything like that, but also the industry itself of the recovery industry is actually is fraught with quite a bit of corruption as well. So, and you might not be aware of that, there's a form of human trafficking that happens in this industry. It's referred to as body brokering, where drug addicts are being paid money to go to treatment centers, and then they spend a few days in there, and then they'll leave there, and then they'll go to another one, and then another one while they go on a cycle, this merry-go-round of drug and alcohol vendors, and then recovery while they're getting paid and they're bouncing back and forth between treatment centers. There's an entire black market underground industry that supports this. And it is a form of human trafficking, except this time, in less, uh, instead of there being sex and prostitution usually involved, it usually involves drugs and money. And uh, we're, we're entering that market because a lot of those bad guys are getting pushed out of the market. We're coming in because we're the ethical uh, legitimate forms of uh, uh, of addiction treatment that can still be profitable and still be a very good alternative towards some of these uh, risky and evil practices. Wow, I had no idea that that even existed. I don't think that um, every correct. Does, not a lot of people you're, do. You're in that. No, not at all. Um, so how does this? Um, I mean, this this whole industry work. So just to give the so you you've given us a couple of crazy stats today. So obviously the opioid right. addiction and also the uh, the trafficking of people um, through let's just say institutionalization is what it really is. So there you know there's a way that they're just, these body brokers you mentioned. So how does like how does this industry work? And I mean, what are some of the ways that you're going about um, fighting it? You know, on the front line. So there really is, uh, well, just to give you an idea, the behavioral health care industry, right, and that's kind of an umbrella term that involves mental health and also addiction treatment. It's a $35 billion industry in the United States. There's about 14,000 or so treatment centers throughout the U.S. of different shapes and sizes, right, everything from a small counseling center for a marriage counselor all the way towards, um, you know, uh, mental health institutions, and then you've got everything in between. Right. Some of them have a more clinical environment. Some of them, like ours, are more of a residential environment. So MacArthur Group is, uh, owns uh, one treatment center right now with four locations called Miramar Recovery. That's where I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking from our home office right now. And uh, our home office is in Costa Mesa, California, but we have, and we have three other uh, residential locations in Corona Del Mar, California, and Laguna Beach. And that's where we have all, you know, from the full spectrum of care. So everything from detox, uh, detoxification, when somebody, you know, who's been heavily addicted to alcohol or drugs, they come in there, they're in a safe environment, they see our psychiatrist, we manage their medication, we give them medication to help them uh, manage their withdrawal symptoms, because I'm not sure if you're aware, but going through an opioid uh, withdrawal is pretty much you're living in your own private hell for days or weeks, you're going through those symptoms. And then we, we help manage them that. And then once they've completed their detox, their medical detox, then uh, they begin residential treatment. And that's typically, you know, about 20 to 35 days, depending on the patient. And that's where it's just, it's a lot of therapy. It's a lot of getting your mind right. You're also removed from a lot of those bad, bad environments. 
and then we can step them down after after they complete residential treatment they come and then they're uh, in what's called partial hospitalization where basically we're just kind of tapering them off the therapy and then and then releasing them back to their families and the real world and everything that's you know in a nutshell that's how it works I can get into more detail but I think for the purpose of this podcast that's where we're at and my company when I formed MacArthur is intended to start acquiring these businesses that are profitable and then from there and, and then also you know turn them around in some ways because uh, for example our first acquisition Miramar we got it for a great price however it was in the middle of being closed down so we had to rehire all the employees did a, some different marketing plans and also you know had to build up that census and that's what I'm in the middle of right now also I'm very very happy and proud to say that we have now opened it up to veterans so uh, I can now if, if there's any veteran out there who is covered by VA healthcare benefits uh, we can treat them for little, no cost. And we actually took our first veteran uh, just last week. He's with us now. He's a former Army oh, Ranger, man, and uh, he's a, yeah, he's a hell of a guy too. He's great. He's, he's I, I like him a lot. He's he's really good people. And we, I think we have another Marine who's going to be on the way here later this week, and uh, making also inroads with uh, the Naval Special Warfare Committee, the Navy SEALs, uh, to get some of the folks who are veterans or even active duty in the future who them or their families who require addiction treatment. And we can do it at, through, if they're covered by the VA, we're uh, in the middle of completing our uh, going in network, have a contract with the VA. That means that we can treat them in a very high end, nice, beautiful residential environment in a very safe, private, confidential location, take really good care of them. And we do it at little to really effectively no cost to the patient or his family, which I'm really happy uh-huh. about that. That's really excited. So, uh, Tom, and you so might also see that as well. I'd like to point out you might actually see that as well on my. Uh, if you take a look at my Twitter, uh, I know I have to make the plug at Thomas B Sauer. You'll see it's on there, and that's my pinned tweet right on there. I've got a fairly large following. My pinned tweet talking about that, and that's the plug for Miramar Recovery, which is uh, wholly owned by MacArthur Group. Awesome. And so, if somebody's listening to this and they do want more information on MacArthur Group, um, what's the best way for them to get it? Best way for, um, as far as the company, the corporate itself, actually, I'll just go right to Miramar Recovery, which is miramarrecovery.com, M-I-R-A-M-A-R, recovery.com. Uh, that's one way to do it, and that's as far as if you're, someone, if you're seeking treatment for yourself or for a loved one. And then additionally, somebody can always reach me on LinkedIn. I'm at uh, Tom Sauer. I think you probably include a link. And also, you can catch me on Twitter at Thomas B. Sauer. Awesome. Well, hey, Tom, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and educating us on uh, America's addiction crisis and uh, all the great work that you're doing over at the MacArthur Group. Um, so great work you're doing there and uh, and uh, wishing you continued success on this mission, um, which benefits us all. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review in the Apple iTunes store. If you're watching this on YouTube on our channel, Money Matters Top Tips, uh, leave us some comments in the comments section. Uh, let us know what, what's going on with you. And, uh, and Tom, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Adam. Thanks for having me. All right, so I will cut the audio there. Man, you blew my mind with these stats, Tom. I'm glad that somebody yeah, like man. you is out there working and, and, and taking care of this problem. That's a big problem. I yeah. had no idea it was that bad. Um, wow. Yeah, opioid crisis my mind is, is on this terrible. One. Like, everyone's focused on, like, you know, everyone in D.C. is focused on, like, some stupid impeachment stuff. And it's like, you know, meanwhile, back in the wow. ranch, you know, probably, in, wow. you know, it, you know um, we've got um, fentanyl that's coming in from – 
coming in through Mexico or coming in from China via Mexico. And uh, yeah, I could throw out some more stats. We don't have time, but yeah, I get this one. So let's say you bought a thousand dollars of like bulk heroin, right? You know, mm-hmm. like let's look from like a businessman, right? And you could chop that up, get a street value of about twenty-five grams. Not bad, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good ROI, would you say? You distribute mm-hmm. that. Okay. Well, now let's say you get a thousand dollars of bulk fentanyl, right? Which mm-hmm. comes either in the mail from China or it comes up through the border. $1,000 of bulk fentanyl, to give you an idea, fentanyl is measured in dosages in micrograms, not milligrams. So $1,000 of bulk fentanyl is about the size of a baseball, and you could divvy that up, and you can make $7.4 million street value. What? Yeah, man. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's bad. So in the, yeah, thing is, the dealers bad. and distributors don't. The dealers and the distributors don't care about whether or not you come back. They don't care if you die because the ROI is so heavy, so, is, is so much, yeah. Oh, and my two gosh. Milligrams is le- two milligrams of fentanyl is lethal. Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And that's, and, that's, and that's part of the reason why you hear about people dying all the time, because mm-hmm. when dealers or distributors can't um, get enough of, like, you know, quote, unquote, the good stuff, whether it be cocaine, um, heroin, or even, like, street Xanax, they, they'll put a little bit of fentanyl in there, like really cheap fentanyl in there. That's super cheap, which will have the same effect. A lot of them they don't notice, but guess what? You get more than two milligrams in there, that person's most likely at least going to the hospital, most likely will die, right? Oh, my god. And gosh. so, and because, and, and you know, the, whoever it is that's cutting that stuff up, you know, is not like, it's not like at the lab at Pfizer, right? <laughs> yeah. When you're putting that into your, yeah. And so, oh, and so one of, you know, a friend gosh. of mine, somebody, is a friend of mine, a guy that I follow, uh, we follow each other on Twitter and we, we interact a fair bit. Um, I don't know if you know who Scott Adams is. He's the creator of Dilbert. Not off the top. Okay. Oh, yeah. So he's the guy that created the Dilbert comic strip and he's written a ton of books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, he and I uh, interact an awful lot and um, I've been on his show. He has a, a pair, of, I've done his show a couple of times and we DM back and forth and we love mutual friends, but yeah, he lost his son to an op- a fentanyl overdose just a little while ago. Oh my god, just, uh, that's about a year. terrible. Yeah, it's it's affecting everybody, but that's part of the reason why that's that's happening. So I mean, I'm dealing with these folks every day. You know, I mean, I've got wow. uh, you know, I, I've seen I've seen probably fifty or so in just the past few months of folks coming through. You know, I had one one kid. She's 22 years old. She's probably she's probably going to die. Like she was refusing treatment and she still wanted to keep getting high and she's 22 years old. And I, I, you know, even some of the other folks who are addicts or in recovery, you know, were watching, looking at her and like, I don't think she's going to last. You know, she left. She, oh, had her, she had her, she had her boyfriend air quotes, come pick her up. She didn't want to be there anymore. So, oh, yeah, I mean, and that's where the, yeah. Oh, I can tell you some stories, man. I already, I mean, she's been a few months of guys I'm dealing with and, uh, you know, it's it's rough. So one of the things that I, I liked, and I probably should have mentioned this, maybe you can throw it in there in the text, but like when I was in the military, we were in the business of saving lives and it was a life and death thing, but it was obviously very kinetic. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing here is probably more impactful than what I did when I was in the military. And it's probably more is at stake and it's scarier and it's actually hurting Americans every day. But um, it's not as kinetic, right? It's not mm. like action explosions, you know, you know, that, that kind of thing. It's just, but it's very real. It's very real. So, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, anyway, Tom. It's, it's, um, so I like it. We're not just the hot dogs. 
No, no, no. I, I love what you're doing, helping people, man. I'm glad you're on the front line Thanks, working man. on that. Um, it takes. I know that's, that's not easy. Um, so, side note, I'm going to shoot the audio to my team. They'll do all the editing and all that, and uh, you'll receive an cool. email from either my assistant Diana or Julius in the next uh, in the next couple of days, and that'll have I don't know eight okay. to ten links. It'll have your full iTunes. Uh, you have your iTunes, Spotify, your full. Um, you'll have a full YouTube video, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn videos, okay. um, more videos and social media than you ever thought you needed or wanted will be on your way. So uh, feel free to use that as you like, and if you need anything, else, just hit reply, and uh, Julius will take care of you. Okay. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate awesome, man. You. Have a great rest of your week. Right, take care. Too. Thank you. You too. Thank Bye. Bye.